When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. Uh, my name's Phil Whelans. This is my first one back after being away for a month at the Edinburgh Festival. But uh, last week's show was ably compared by uh, my colleague here, Jim Grant. Good evening. And uh, we're very pleased this season. We've been trying to get him for a long time. And uh, this season we've managed to get hold of uh, probably one of the country's best-known sports journalists. It is Rob Shepherd. Good evening. And it's fantastic to finally get you on the show, Rob. Thank you. Yes. Uh, today is... Pa- you haven't paid enough previously, but now I've seen the fees. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. We, we're finally able to bring you in, bring you to the studio in that stretch limousine. And, uh, yes. Yeah. We, and the hammerettes, of course. Exactly. We've, uh, we've, paid him, we've paid him in hammerettes. He gets one hammerette now and then five if he's any good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got five. I'll just get a taxi for those hammerettes now. <laughs> it's just waiting outside. Um, but, um, yeah, it's uh, fantastic to have you on the show finally, Rob. And... Uh, of course, uh, we, we, this, uh, we sort of said this last season, but we're in a we're in a kind of purple patch of really good uh, West Ham fans, good high profile West Ham fans, many of whom we hope to get back this mm. season. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's good, to, a very good start to get uh, Rob on the show. Mm. So today is a transfer deadline day. Today is uh, August the thirty first. The thirty first. It's August the thirty first. We'll fix that in post production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this podcast will be in three D when it's finished. Uh, and uh, we have done some fantastic business. We have L- Lars Lars Jak- Jakobsen. Lars Jak- isn't he? Got a, Lars- uh, isn't he a Swedish film director? Film director. He did yeah. my life as a dog. Yeah, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Abba the movie. Yeah. I mean, it's been an interesting uh, deadline day because, um, in certain respects, West Ham have done good business in the fact they haven't sold Colton Cole and they've sold Scott Parker. True. Yeah. Um, by the same token, I was of an opinion perhaps a week or so ago, that one of the crown jewels, if you want to put it that way, that still remain at Upton Park, um, Parker, Cole, even Robert Green, possibly one should have been surrendered, sold, to bring in two or three players that are clearly required um, to bolster the squad. Uh, So I'm not entirely sure whether um, Cole not going to Liverpool... Um, is great. It could have been done last week. That's probably Liverpool's fault in, in lots of respects. Yeah. Ryan Babel, I'm told, 
didn't want to come to West Ham as an exchange. I'm not, that, not sure that would have been good business. But I think West Ham should have been on the front foot, brought a couple yeah, of strikers yeah. in, yeah. Or, or certainly one more, and then sold Colton Cole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would seem that... Uh, just freshening up that team would be good. It's strange, though. I mean, the last game we played, uh, uh, Grant didn't play any of the new signings. No. Uh, really. None of the <coughs> new signings ran out onto the pitch at the beginning. It was, that, it was the same kind of dysfunctional well, team that was losing week after week after week last season and carrying on that losing habit, I thought. Well, it seems to me Avram Grant has you know, been sleepwalking into the start of the season and there's time for a wake-up call. Um, yes, you're quite right. Why buy four or five new players and not play one of them and I was a bit disappointed I got um, an email through from the club today as uh, anybody that's a, a member or a season ticket holder it's personalised oh yeah slightly embarrassing dear Robert um, sorry about the performance on Saturday I thought we did well until we were 2-0 down I actually <laughs> thought West Ham this for the whole game they went up there to lose no more than 2-0 um, it was it was appalling it was poor and I'm afraid the manager on the sidelines didn't seem to react to any situation no. There were players on the bench. Pekine came on, come on late, or, or, or McCarthy's still there. You know, what, play one up front, yeah. Old Trafford. You know, it, 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 it was slightly embarrassing. There seemed to be a bit of that. What do you think, of? Jim? Yeah, well, I agree. I think this whole one up front, particularly, seems to be the way he wants to go away from home. He went four four two at home in both the games so mm. far. Um, just is, is doomed to failure, isn't it? Because Cole is going to be miles away as ever from anyone supporting him. Being but, well um, shepherded by a pair of decent, yeah, you know, absolutely. central defenders. <laughs> no, um, um, no illusions. You go to Manchester United, you don't expect to win. Um, no. Just give it a go a little bit. Give them a game, yeah. But then w- what I'm trying to say is the message, the, the poor PR messages that are being sent out by the club you know, two or three days later is, oh, we, we, we played quite well and yeah, it's been yeah, a tough opening. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, Aston Villa away, given that they lost 6-0 to New, uh, Newcastle in the yeah, next game, yeah. and Bolton, they're yeah. your first two games. For me, that's four points. It should have been on the board. Yeah, yeah. Um, a draw away and a win at home if you're going to be yeah. any good. I mean, and right? Ev- you know, obviously, Man United and Chelsea is difficult. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But, you know... Worst start since 1977 And I'm old enough to remember that season I'm afraid to say That ended up as a Yeah, yeah yeah. It's yeah. just, you know, it's, it feels like we've just carried on uh, from last season. Mm. We, you know, when we play the better teams, we can't even give them a game. Yeah. And that's sort of, that's not the West Ham that's way of a few in, years ago. That has yeah. crept in, because... Because we used um, to do that extremely well, absolutely. you know. I mean, we ruined Manchester United's end-of-season party mm. a couple of times, didn't we, in the 90s? Yeah. Um, I mean, that certainly cuts at the craw <clears throat> for me, because, you know, if there is a reason for West Ham, and there are many reasons, because, <laughs> it's you know, it is a great football club... Um, and it's my, it's my team since I first watched them in 1969 on the first day of the season against Newcastle and saw Jeff Hurst score the only goal in a 1-0 win against Newcastle. But if the point about West Ham is being at the top table and having a go against the yeah. best teams. And over the years, um, yes, teams like Manchester United and Chelsea have been taken on. Now it seems like they don't really want to play against no, them. No, no. What, what, you know, yeah, that, I, 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 did, did, did well, I mean, yeah. I mean, under Kirbishley, uh, that was quite recent until quite recently. We regularly gave them a go and beat them. Mm. Um, yeah, well, hang on, you, you know. see, because interesting West Ham fans. See, Alan Kirbishley for me did a good job for West Ham, but a lot of people, whether it was spin from the club, I don't know at that particular time under a former regime, tried to make out that Alan Kirbishley 
was too boring and too limited by the suggestion that getting 10th was a good thing for West Ham. You track back where West Ham have finished over the last 30, 40 years mm-hmm. in the league. I think 10th's not a bad position no, no, to be. No, and maybe beating Arsenal... Tottenham, Chelsea, mm, no, or, or at least competing against those. I think teams. in the end, the the, the, um, the feeling with with Kerbyshire was was the negativity of the of the tactics and and the football. We were on we were at a away game at Fulham where yeah you know everyone was seeing <coughs> too fucking negative and and uh, the most miserable day I've ever had as a West Ham fan. And, well, and, I, and I, I was you know you can you, there, there've been a few of them was uh, in many ways that away game at Bolton <coughs> yeah. where you know we went there the game the season was over we we were going to finish tenth <coughs> Bolton could have gone down we could have given it. Go and it was it was abject. If we have a bigger picture on that, I think we we, we see too much. I mean, I, I bought a DVD out of the club shop, oh, putting some money. Uh, the big match DVD, um, and I was oh, watching yeah. it the other day. Brian Moore presents it. It's terrific. It's two games probably out of each year since 1969. I was watching it, and um, you know, the fact of the matter is. Uh, West Ham normally have struggled against relegation and had a few good cup runs. Obviously, won the World Cup in '66, yeah. ha But you know, and had great players. Um, but the notion that West Ham should be anything above tenth. So Kirbyshire was trying to build something, and I really was upset by a lot of West Ham fans. As I, I, f- I run f- foul with a lot of them. You know, in the sense that I hate the fact that they have a go against uh, uh, Frank Lampard uh, Junior, yeah. as he's called. You know. Um, his sale was necessary at the time, and it helped build build the ground, or Rio Ferdinand. And, yeah. and sometimes people have got to grow up. But for me, Kirbyshire did a great job, and, and, and was taking the club out of, you know, a, a fallow period and moving on. But it needed a period of time. I think people get too impatient. <coughs> yeah, yeah, well, we were a bit impatient with him. I have to be said on well, here. Well, I mean, that, the whole that, that whole period had the kind of the Icelandic sort of yeah, the, it was the messy. Icelandic adventure. There were a lot of other kind of factors, mm. weren't there? Uh, anyway, just going back to sorry, just going back to yeah. uh, the transfer window. Uh, of course, or as Harry call, Harry Redknapp calls it. Um, the new conservatory. Uh, I know that. I know that. Um, well, I know that Ryman's in Tottenham uh, ran out of brown envelopes. Ryman's in Tottenham actually ran out of brown envelopes. Very interesting. But you see, on that front, uh, in my view, if you look at in the modern era, the demise of West Ham was the removal of Harry Redknapp by the uh, previous chairman. Uh, Terry Brown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's no, you know, there's, I, um, you know, there's I, no denying I know people like to make certain, you know, uh, <laughs> allegations against Harry, but he, did, in my view, did a magnificent job for West Ham, and he brought that era through of great players, obviously with Tony Carr, yeah. but, you know, Carrick, Cole, Ferdinand, Lampard, you know, yeah, yeah. bolstered oh, by, you know, some clever signings like De Canio. Um, where would West Ham have been with that team? Well, yeah, I, I, I think... The thing about Redknapp was that the first time he act- first chance he actually had to s- to spend large amounts of money, he made some really poor mm. purchases, um, and I think now he's a much much better manager and a much better move. You say large amounts of money? Are you talking? I mean, I well, know at that time you're talking about the two ridiculous players he bought from Liverpool, yeah, Kamara and mm. Song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, but I, I've been in his company. He admits that he made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. But it, what, you're talking about large amounts of money. It wasn't. It wasn't large amounts of money. He had to take a punt. Don't forget the Relative greatest punt he, he ever took was Kitson and Hartson to keep the team up. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was he. Oh, fantastic! You know, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I'm probably <coughs> going to be barred from Upton Park now because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not only a Harry Redknapp fan. I'm a Frank Lampard <laughs> ju- junior fan, a Frank Lampard senior fan, um, and, and uh, but you know I know these guys know the club and, and know what makes the club work. And um, David Sullivan, David Gold. 
you know, you've got to admire them for buying the club off the floor. At the, and, and I just think that maybe they need to know a little bit more about the DNA of that football club. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably true. I think it's probably true. Uh, you know, certainly when uh, uh, certainly when you get Karen Brady talking about rebranding it uh, West Ham Olympic and uh, moving to the new stadium, uh, I think Karen Brady is a you know a fine fine executive, but sometimes maybe her advisors aren't actually yeah. giving her the best advice. No, no, absolutely. Anyway, we um, so we we looks like we might have bought a right back, which I think is probably quite good. I mean, I, I only saw you know highlights of the Manchester United game but i thought specter had uh yeah there were no highlights but um specter uh, had a torrid game and i did sort of think oh you're out of position just when Giggs is running into the box and specter's just going oh, he just seems to be changing direction all the time i can't seem to mm. it. it's like he's trying to get away from me i don't understand you're trying to do a phil specter yeah phil yeah, specter yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. like trying well, to change a key yeah. or something well if it was phil specter he would have just shot ryan Giggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it was an awful penalty to concede because yeah. he was naive in the extreme. Yeah. He's supposed to be an international footballer. Absolutely. He was the wrong side of the player. Parker was coming in to tackle. Yeah. No threat on goal, and he gives away a penalty. Absolutely, you know. Ridiculous. And, uh, and so, I mean, hopefully we, we, we will have a, a real right-back. I don't know why um, Faubert, who, whether or not he's a good right-back, he has, he's a sort of, he has a year's experience at right-back last season. Why they didn't play him and play Barrera in front well, of him? Well, I thought against Bolton, certainly in the first half, the right-hand side with Faubert and Barrera in front of him, uh, looked half decent actually yeah. uh, they seem to be working well together there was a bit of pace there mm. yeah. uh, so he seemed more keen uh, Faubert to get forward and overlap than has been the case in uh, in recent was times. Barrera sort of hugging the touchline a bit yeah more. he yeah, plays yeah. wide he, yeah. st- he stays wide I mean I, I'm, I'm hopeful that he will come good yeah. having said that you know this guy from um, New Zealand Reed, Reed he's yeah. meant to be the solution yeah. at right back is he not I'm told actually that uh, whether it's gone through Imran I don't know, but uh, Pascal Ch- uh, Chimbonda might have been signed. No news yet. There Lock. might be some false Lock. measure on a p- obscure Premier League rule that allows a player that wears gloves to be uh, allowed through at midnight yeah. or something yeah. like yeah. that because it's yeah. cold or yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm told that was in the offing. No? Right. Not gone through? No. On a loan deal? Right. That'll be... Um, Are we allowed another loan? We've got, got two already, haven't we? Have we, we got, uh, I'm just trying to think. We've got Victor Obina, haven't we? From yeah, uh, but that, uh, I suppose Inter that doesn't count because yeah. he came from Inter. Yeah. What What concerned me at, at Old Trafford was the the you know uh, the lack of uh, I don't know spirit. I mean, once the uh, once the ball got beyond um, the halfway line, it was nosebleed territory for West Ham players. Mm. It's like, well, well, we haven't we haven't even. It was defence against attack that game, by the way. Yeah. You know, oh, what we're we going to do when we get up there? Oh no, it's all right. Uh, we're going to run back. And I mean, you well, know, that's okay if your defence is really solid and you're going to look to try and nick a goal on the break, isn't it? It's okay, I think, to go to someone like Old Trafford and be relatively cautious, certainly for the or first if you're half good hour, at set keep pieces, it tight. Or if you're good at exactly, something. exactly. But to have no actual game plan for yeah. scoring a goal and yeah. doing that is is crazy. I mean, I don't know. I am particularly concerned. I mean, I reiterate, you know, statistics. You know, the worst start for th- the 33 years. Okay, doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it will be the worst start for forty-three years if they lose against, yeah. or West Ham lose against Chelsea. Well, that's going to happen. Uh, isn't yeah, it? Well, <coughs> one assumes so. And the next game, Stoke, and the game after that is well, Stoke away is a tough fixture for yeah. us. Yeah. You know, and you've got to look at this. And what annoyed me last season 
was the head in the sand mentality of every ra- everybody around the club. It's okay. There'll be a couple of games down the road where we can get results. Um, yeah. But there were points on the board when you. I've seen it so many times when you when, when teams have no points or one or two, they go into other games or the next game and they're under so much pressure yeah. to win. Exactly. Right. Bec- and and it, it consumes them and then they don't. So a win ends up being a draw or a draw ends up being a defeat, and then it's November, and you're on five oh, I points. And I tell you, if you're on five points in, in you know, in the middle of October, November, yeah. you are down. Yeah, yeah. And Blackpool that- have got four points. Now, I know people are saying, well, we're better than Blackpool. Well, all right, we'll get some points on the ball. Yeah, yeah, have to play better than them. I think that was very much, in, in many ways, apart from the actual going down bit, the story of last season in so many ways, because actually... We played some reasonably decent football in the first part of last season. Well, I disagree. But didn't get the results. I disagree. We I played well, well against Spurs at home. We played well against Liverpool. Nah, see, there's a myth about decent football under Zola. Even what, what, what do you mean by that? Well, we what? should have won those games. We 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 were better than the opposition against those games. That we yeah. committed well against Liverpool. We were beaten by the fact that they had a world class striker in the team, and uh, who could finish. And against uh, Spurs, we just committed suicide. Yeah, I mean we're, we're cruising in that game, really. Um, you know, and you could look at another game where actually it was great to see Spirit come out last season when two 0 down to Arsenal and the team came back, and that that, that, that was fantastic. Yeah. I just wonder whether some of the players that are main players, like Upson um, and, and, and Parker, who I think is a, a good player, um, and Cole, who you know they're all staying at the club now. Now is the time for them to bleed claret and blue blood. Yeah, uh, and show their class and their spirit and desire. Going back to the videos that I was watching um, of DVDs yesterday, when the team was in strife, and you had someone like Billy Bonds yeah. and, and, and Brooking pulling it all out, uh, yeah, yeah. not only with the sweat but with the class. Now is the time, um, particularly this Saturday, for Parker, Cole, Upson. To, sh- to show what what they can do. One of the only players last season that really, for me, seemed to show a bit of kind of uh, real sort of heart-pumping, sort of, you know, barrel-chested kind of keenness to compete was Franco, who uh, who loved it when he scored a goal, you know, uh, loved well, it when we won. I'm and sorry, was, uh, I've got to disagree. He should not have not even been near the first team. Oh, really? I thought he was one of our best players in that well, surprising part. I think that was part and parcel of the problem last season, buying second-class players on the cheap from abroad it was part of the problem with the previous technical director i think yeah, if, you, yeah. if i think if you talk a player about epitomizes west ham it's mark noble um, he should be a, always a central figure hopefully um players like stanislas collison zavon hines um will, will um hines who had an injury will yeah, come back and, and you know, i'm March, not even entirely sure what happened to yeah, freddie sears yeah. but I'm, I'm quite frankly i'm i am quite fed up with guys passing through, you know, it, it made me laugh when, you know, well-respected commentators last season were, were trying to compare Diamante to Di Canio. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Know, yeah. It, you know, the first two letters of the names might have been the same, but there was just <laughs> nothing to compare. And, um, yeah, well, I'm sorry about Franco. He was a technically good player, um, but he was a good five-a-side player, not good enough for the Premier League. But I th- no, no, absolutely. But <clears throat> it's arguable that none of none of our players are at the moment. Um, at least if they are, they're not playing that way, you know. And uh, there's also players at the club that you know 
I mean, Barami, they've been unable to offload him, and it's sort of been fairly public. He doesn't want to play. No. So now we've got someone in no. our squad. Well, we can't get rid of him. He doesn't want to play. I totally agree with you about Noble. I absolutely agree with you about that. Um, I, I, how much do you think the, the, the sort of lack of, of fight and whatever that you're talking about is down to the fact we haven't really got a captain who gets stuck in and leads on the pitch? Do you think Upson is. is I feel Upson's too passive, too quiet as a, yeah. as a captain, too self. He's we've a very self contained sort of footballer, isn't he? He's, he's a good player. Well. You know, but you, you look at great captains that West Ham have had in the previous, you know, decades. You know, Billy Bonds obviously being the outstanding figure, but uh, uh, other people, you know, in, in more recent times like Alvin Martin. Um, I'm not sure in, in the way that modern football is, you need necessarily the guy that sort of smacks the fist or hit, hits his head against the dressing room, but a th- wall. But you need a, I, there needs a bit of rage and devilment in the team. You get it in the top teams. You get it with Chelsea, with John Terry someone, and Frank Lampard. Someone, I think last season is a very good example. Someone pointed this out on, on the Facebook group or, or whatever that, that when Tom, Tomkins had a couple of sort of nightmare games, obviously home against Bolton and, and, and Wolves. And um, he made a really bad error against Bolton and then against Wolves. Now, this was in the Wolves game. You know, what he really needed then was, was a cap. If it was a, a, a captain where he would have come up, put his arm oh, around right, him, right. him up, yeah, yeah. ups and just walked away from him yeah. Uh, yeah. When, that, when, that, when that goal went in. He yeah. was a, like a forlorn figure on his own yeah. in the, in the 18 doesn't, yard box. doesn't even marshal the back four. It's not just about the whole pump, fist pumping. It's about, well, it's about you know... Ups has done well for himself. We saw how magnificently he played in the World Cup final, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, he just got the wrong side of... Uh, um, uh, you know, ask yourself a question. Why did Arsene Wenger show him the door at Arsenal? You know, that's it. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, I remember that fantastic header he scored against Manchester United, and yeah. he has his moments. Um, normally in the opposition's box. Not, yeah. you know, but his, his priority is to defend. Um, and he's, he's, I'm afraid he's not doing it. Tompkins, I think, is a great talent. Um, and the priority should have been to sign an experienced centre-half, a rock. I think they're looking yeah. at Yobo, actually. Um, I'm not sure oh, if they they were, they were they looking at Yobo, yeah. No. don't think it did. Yobo went elsewhere. Well, so that, unfortunately, yeah, right. um, there is a problem because the passion... Of David Sullivan to make the club good and you know maybe cut some of the costs and I agree with a lot of his his comments you know. However, I think certain agents don't want to sell players to West Ham at the moment. No, it does no. seem that way, doesn't it? Because there's there's been a lot of talk and and, and none of it's come to a fruition of, of, of people coming here. Anyway, uh, if you have views uh, uh, that you'd like to uh, convey to us, email them at uh, hammertime at playbackmedia.co.uk. Uh, you can join the Facebook group, Twitter, and all of those links by going to westhampodcast.com. And of course, there's our iPhone app at bit.ly forward slash westham app. Um, and we did. We've got an email. Uh, its title is Gur, so we can uh, guess its mood. It's from Paul Sanders. Uh, he went to the Oxford game. Uh, I, I went to that game. Did you, yeah, what was yeah. it like? Um, uh, well, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was very frustrating. He's quite cross. <laughs> oh, uh, is he? Yeah, Paul is quite well, cross. Uh, okay, we'll see what he says. What does he say? Uh, well, it's generally that. Um, uh, sadly, at the end of the game, uh, his girlfriend, who is missus that he'd invited with him to come along with him, was probably thinking of following the Yellows rather than spending a depressing season following West Ham. <laughs> Good move there. Yeah. The neutral, you know. Uh, uh, solid defensive performance from Oxford, but uh, no cutting edge from them. Cole, he said, this is back to us, looked lethargic, uh, coming on as a late sub. Pick, picky on looked useless, he thought. Uh, in that role, yeah. 
but, yeah. but the picking up look handy against first half against Bolton in in a supporting role. Where are all our goals going to come from? Uh, he says. Good question. Can I personally drop off Carlton Cole at Stoke, stroke Liverpool, stroke Spurs, stroke Sunderland, or wherever he's bound to go? Confidence player needs needs confidence. That said, that said, he'll score on a he'll go on a streak. If he gets one, he'll get seven. Even though Carlton Cole won't score a lot of goals, what he will do is he proved when he came back last season Mm. he'll create mayhem a little. He's a handful. Yeah, he's a Hesky type player, isn't he? What you have to do is get someone close to him, next to him, yeah, that will bow, mm. that will thrive off the balls that bounce off your yeah, body, yeah, and yeah. you know, and and okay, that, uh, and go for that. You know, that's not that's not unusual in West Ham's history. You no, know, no. David Cross, yeah. you know, wasn't the, wasn't the greatest, um, but um, you know, provided a lot of chances for other people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Cross was great. Well, um, Psycho. I'm not sure how many is it. Was it Paul? On, on Paul the, Sanders. On yeah, email. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure how many games against lower league opposition he's seen. Cup games he's seen West Ham play. Probably a few down the years. <laughs> I've seen more than I uh, care to yeah. remember, and I've seen some shocking performances well, it's not against lower league. Yeah, some yeah. shocking performances yeah. over the. I mean, traditionally, you know, it, we, we've been we've been able to get it up for the. Um, those big games that we were talking about yeah. earlier, Manchester United, whatever, frequently were just struggling kind of, against. Yeah, yeah, struggling yeah. Against well, for those yeah. older people, um, they might rem- remember a, 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 a very historic game against Blackpool in 1971, where they went out on the four nil defeat to third division Blackpool. Yeah, yeah they yeah. were out yeah. on the best. Bobby Moore, I have yeah, to say, yeah. Brian Deer, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and Red Clyde Best. Involved in no, that, no, 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 it wasn't Clyde Best and Jimmy Greaves. Jimmy Greaves all got sent home because they'd been. Had a, had a on few the, the night right. before. Um, but what I was going to go on to say was that actually, I don't think that game against Oxford was one of those games. I thought it was, we, it was com- you know, it was frustrating, but not depressing. It was completely, we were completely comfortable. Sort of we dominated, dominated the game. Yeah. If Pickyon could finish, we, you know, we'd have won it comfortably uh, before full time. You, you never felt we were in danger of losing that game. Talking of low, and I, I think I tell you what, Steck looked really good in goal. Did he? He looked really confident Excellent. and competent. He had to make one save, and he made it. You know, De Costa. Really did De Costa well. play in that game? Uh, no, no. Be- oh. Ben uh, Ben Haim played. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With Tom I'd Keith. like to see a bit of De Costa. I thought he was really good last season. Um, I thought he was really okay, really promising. Okay, but you know, for me, another pa- <coughs> sorry, another player passing through. Yeah, yeah. You know, you want to see someone that comes in. And, and really wants to grab the shirt, grab grab the badge. I know that sounds a bit cliche, mm. but actually want to be part of what's going on uh, and boss a game. He hasn't had many opportunities. And assert themselves. Yeah, he, he didn't get many opportunities though. He or Depreo, I didn't think, got many opportunities. Really. Well, they're peripheral players. Mm. You know, they're, they're not, in my view, they're not really good enough to be in the Premier League. Yeah. So, uh, not a big fan of Nanny then. A lot of Nanny's buys were very poor, weren't they? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think it was a disgrace. I mean, you know, you look at his history, why, why was he at the club? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, his father-in-law was the um, president of Brescia. That's my, basically his CV. Yeah, yeah. And then the first big buyer was a guy called, um, what was his name again? Savio. Savio? <laughs> what, supposedly nine million when he was yeah, signed? Yeah. And the, and the revisionist changed that fee? No. No, very unhappy it's about bonkers, that period. I, yeah. think, I think the period at the moment is, 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 is better, um, but I think that the club have missed an opportunity to have maybe traded one of the the more senior players like Cole yeah. or even Parker. Get a bit of money. Yeah. And get a couple of, of quality, proven players um, at Premier League level. 
or even championship level that really want to push up. I mean, Bullard wants to leave Hull at the moment. Mm. What, you mm. know, why didn't West Ham go and buy Bullard? Why didn't they go and get Fletcher from Burnley, who is, was, was one of the best strikers, uh, what, you know, in, in the well, Premier League a, last season? Go a, and get... Yeah. Why not? There's a couple of deals that have gone through in this transfer window that are kind of warmed over deals that we were going for a couple of times. So why didn't we go for a second bite of the cherry, like Good Johnson? Yeah, you know we were linked with Good Johnson, linked with Good Johnson. He goes, so he goes to Spurs, becomes available again, and then we go. Mm. No, we tried to buy him once and we couldn't, so we don't want to. I mean, I have to no. say, in defence of the club, it's very complex with the, with the finances, mm. and maybe the you know the club doesn't want to give Good Johnson seventy grand a week to you know they, they want to cut no. the wage bill, you know, yeah, quite yeah. rightly so. Yeah. You've got Dyer on there; he's been earning seventy grand a week for four years, and he's played what eight games. Yeah. Now, hopefully he'll be a new player for West Ham this season. I'm not entirely sure. No. But they want to bring that wage bill down, and that's quite right. So they don't want to go out and buy... In all honesty, Good Johnson, you know, this is the retirement fund scenario. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go for that. But so they've got to be creative, and, and the, the, they should have gone out and got... As I, I've just mentioned a couple of names, and I, yeah. I can't believe they haven't gone and done that. Or done a, business, a bit of business with, with Tottenham for Alan Hutton. There is a... a well, he's a jolly good right back, if you want to put yeah. it that way. Certainly better than what West Ham have got. And I, I just don't know why, um, you know, basic old-fashioned scouting situations are not being applied. Or is it because there's too many agents that are not getting the deal? And that's a no. question I'd really, I will put later this week to to to, to um, David Sullivan. Great, great. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think there hasn't been you know, a good buying policy or examples of good purchasing a player sort of since the Pardew era. Really. There's been so no stability, has there? Over you know, a considerable period of time now. We it's haven't been had any chaotic. Good, yeah. It's been, you know, it's been people, it's like a revolving door. There's been, uh, f- you know, financial uh, insecurity. We, the, the club desperately needs a period of stability mm. on and off yes. the pitch. Yes. You know, and I think we're going to have to grin and bear it and just stick with well, Avram because he's been, they, they, whether or not he was the right choice... Well, it's I interesting, Grim and Bear. How long do you Grim and Bear and change it? You'll have to. Well, I posited a, a scenario at the end, at the I think at the end of the podcast lo- last week, that we could very easily, it's not beyond the realms of possibility, is it, uh, the way things are going, that we're going into the home game against Fulham, which is the seventh game of the season, Zilch. with zero points. I know. And there'll be huge media speculation and pressure on him. And if. If we don't get a result in that game, yeah. it's like a cup final. Then I think you'll no. find that you were talking about. I think the speculation will there. build up. W- is he going to survive that seven defeats in a row? If I think the speculation will start to, to roll. Uh, with my knowledge of uh, newspapers and tabloid papers, I yeah. think that will roll. <laughs> possibly after, I hope, uh, not a defeat against Chelsea. I think that roll. But you mentioned a name there, which is 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 is, is intriguing to me. Pardew, Pardew, Alan yeah. Pardew, and you make a fantastic point there. Um, you know, he, he, he rebuilt West Ham, yeah. and let's not forget what he did. He took West Ham to an FA Cup final. It was amazing, yeah. yeah. And that was one of my one of the semi final. I have to say, was one of the greatest days of watching West Ham because it was like I took one of my sons there up at Aston Villa. I paid for a ticket. Okay, yeah. right, thank you very much. And <laughs> uh, few of my friends, Mark Powell, the Taylor, old school people, were all there in a row. And, you know, when that Harewood goal went in, um, myself and Oliver, we jumped up and down. It was like being with my dad, Arthur, in 75, uh, 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 
Villa Park. Um, in fact, when we drew, but then won the replay, and then which was at Stamford Bridge against Ipswich, and then winning the replay um, in uh, eighty against Everton when Frank Lampard did that stooping header and ran round ran round the yeah. flag. He'd, he'd seen the Brazilian on World of Sport or something, wasn't it? Mm. It, it was something like that. Um, wonderful. Go to the final. That bugger Gerard in the last minute, yeah, yeah. and you know, yeah. but. I came out of Cardiff that night thinking, I'm not sure this is ever going to happen again. No. Now, but Pardew had built that team up. And unfortunately, circumstances changed. And there were a few things with the gap going into it, off the pitch, that yep. com- make things more complicated. Yep. But he, I know for a fact, because I've been out with him subsequently several times, he loved being West Ham manager. Yeah. And he would... Well, let, let, uh, you know, let's not... I don't, you know, give Avron Grant a chance. But i tell you what, if things... Um, don't work out the right oh, way. I'll, oh, I'll Pardew back in there. Definitely. Alan Pardew. We're, we're on this show, we've said that yeah. load. You he's, know yeah. he's I mean, a I man. And I'll tell you what he can do. He can buy players, and he has a vision, um, he can buy players on a budget and turn them into something that yeah. people don't think they are. Harewood, Rio Coca. Mullins. You know, Koncheski. Who's Koncheski si- signed for today? Yeah, Imran? Yeah, yeah. Who did he sign for? Liverpool. There you go. See? Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. I mean, I think that's absolutely right. And, and w- what he, I mean, considering the chaos that we went through with the kind of fire sale that went on and the kind of way he had to sort of work his way through through journeyman yeah. players yeah, to yeah. keep us ticking over in he got, the He brought uh, that guy Fletcher in. in. The, um, uh, I mean, if, championship. Uh, you know, and I've told him this, he didn't, doesn't agree with me, but I mean, the mistake he made in that cup final was taking Fletcher off and putting Sheringham on. You know, there was a little bit of um, romanticism that crept into that. It was a bad mistake. Fletcher had uh, basically ruled Gerald out of that game. Yeah, yeah Fletcher yeah. had a great game that, yeah, that day. Yeah. Um, but what what he achieved there with, with that team, the, te- the team that eventually went up and then had that very good season uh, in, in in the Premier League and getting to the Cup final, was that kind of stability on on the pitch. You knew the team and they knew their jobs, and and mm. you know, you could name the starting eleven. He, more he turned. He turned it. He turned it back into a football team or a team. Yeah, yeah. You kind of knew. I know they weren't wearing one to eleven, but you more or less knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was playing? Uh, now, well, that, uh, that well, that moment Grant hasn't got a clue no. what his what his team is yet. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's <clears throat> it's all over the shop, and that's. I don't know to the degree to which there's a degree to which he's blameless in that, in the sense that he's come into the situation and he's he's. Um, he's having to work with uh, uh, you know not a particularly good squad try to add to it and mm. so on I mean I would say you know, I don't think it is a particularly good squad but then you have to look at it another way and say right the goalkeeper was England's goalkeeper the World yeah. Cup yeah. you know for better or worse alright he made a crash, you know, crap mistake yeah, yeah. but you know uh, Matthew Upson did play for England alright I don't think he's an England centre half but no. he played for England Colton Cole is, an Eng- is in the England squad so you and, and Scott Parker is an England international. Yeah, yeah. So basically, you're spying your team, your goalkeeper, your centre half, your central midfield player, and your centre forward are all. It, yeah, on the fringes of the international well, team. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. Ain't a, that is not no. a bad spine to it work off. Be. No, no. So it's what you do on the edges of it. And I don't think enough's being done. I, I actually think there's. Um, 
it's not a great squad, but it's, it's a good enough squad. It's certainly better than eight other squads. In, oh, I'm sure that's true. Rob, the point being, it's not being manifested on the pitch, and we have to ask ourselves why. Do you, yes, do you, well, this is what I want to come on to. You know, that when when the team started to not play for Pardew, there was stuff happening behind no, the sort of that, scenes. That didn't happen. Do you? I disagree. They did not play. No, that is wrong. Because that start no. to the, that season was poor. And, you no, know. Not, not particularly. Not particularly. The spin, the PR spin was it was poor. The problem was the Mascherano and Tevez arrival and the Icelandic thing over the head. But it, was, yeah. it wasn't the greatest of starts. It was a better start than this season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was better. It, was, yeah, it, yeah, it, it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. He was hounded out. But do you think the stuff was happening behind the scenes last year that kind of sapped the players' confidence? Because, as you say, that kind of, of spine course. of the team. Of well, last season, of course. Because it just sapped of oh, confidence. Unfortunately, I had to write about I, I, yeah. you know. I wrote a lot about what was going on financially. Um, I didn't like it, but it was it was true because yeah, yeah. Landsbanky they wanted to get rid of, of, of what they saw was a diminishing asset. Yeah, and um, it, it affects people around the foot a club. Yeah, yeah, it affects people. They just if you think the next day you're not going to get paid, or next week you're not going to yeah. get paid. You're worried, or certain players don't are not as committed. It feels like they've just picked up where they left off this season, though. That there's that kind of just lack of heart in the in the team. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, that's where I'm a bit disappointed because I was infused by David Golden, um, David Sullivan taking over the club in many respects, and, and you know they have certain passionate views. Maybe sometimes they express them at the wrong time. Yeah, but they they know what they they, they want to see. Because yeah, they yeah. want to see a successful team and a successful business in the end, right? Um, but driving that forward, you have to get the right person on the training ground yeah. to do that. And I'm personally, I'm not sure they've got the right person. That's, yeah. that's my opinion. Yeah, could well be right. You might well be right. It's just if you keep constantly changing. Well, of course. You know, <clears> you've got... you, you, you know, Experience says, isn't it, that football football teams that constantly change their manager. But this is where you have to be cheap. really good at, you know, in management, whatever level you are, about picking who you, you know, who, yeah. who works mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. yeah. So, for instance, David Dean, right? Ha George Graham had to go for a variety of reasons. They took on Bruce Rioch. One season, it didn't work. They bite the bullet and they think it's not working. All right, it was one season, but that's yeah. that's Arsenal. Yeah. And they go. Arsene Wenger, and, uh, uh, you know, a strange story, Dean knew Wenger from moving around the world, and he was manager of Monaco, and then he yeah. was Grandpa's eight, um, but he came round to his house one day and played a game of charades, and it impressed him that way, but it's knowing people. Yeah. Um, you know, Ma Manchester United um, appointed Alex Ferguson, um, you know, goes with that sound. But look at Chelsea, yeah? yeah. They made a mistake with Scolari. Now, yeah. I know they've got bundles of money, but they, they they bit the bullet and said, right, we are moving on. Yeah, made the change. M made yeah. the change. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know Avram Grant was involved in that and all those <laughs> equations, but he was just there carrying the, the, the yeah, ship. He was yeah. a steady hand on the rudder. Um, and now they've got a new guy called Ancelotti, which was their original yeah. choice, but they couldn't get mm. him at that time. And I, I, this is not an, an anti-Avram Grant... Um, rant, so to speak, but is he good enough to be the West yeah. Ham? Do West Ham fans believe in Avram Grant? Do they? Yeah. 
Well, that's uh, uh, the ones who listen to this can certainly tell us on uh, those uh, email addresses that I gave you, hammertime at playbackmedia.co.uk or go to westhampodcast.com or get the app at bit.ly forward slash westham app. We've got a couple of games coming up. We're going to go away to Chelsea and then we're back home at uh, Stoke. No, it's home to Chelsea. We're home to Chelsea, of course, and uh, um, then we're away at Stoke. I think, <clears> I mean, I, it's, it's one of those things where you're not expecting to get anything from it, but I do think the crowd... It's Want the crowd to can make a, a difference, and I think this has got to be. I know, you know, we've talked a lot about how the atmosphere at Upton Park has declined over the years. At every so often, we really get up for a game. Mm, we mm. really get up. There was that. Um, uh, there was that, that Arsenal game. The, the late with the, with the, uh, the, the, the one nil. Yep. Um, and uh, uh, Kirby's first game against Man United. Yes. Uh, you know, every so often we really get up for it. Uh, very often against uh, against Chelsea as well. I think it's got to be massively intimidating intimidating there we've got to really make uh, a lot of noise and try and we the crowd have got to try and lift that well, yeah. lift, lift a performance oh. out of those out of those players they've got to respond to it we can't there's too much like sitting back and just expecting yeah. them to, to to perform for us i think we've got to if we, you know i think upton park can make it can make a difference and I think he's got to give some players a, a, give some players a chance to really sh- show their metal and show what they can do. Yeah. You know, you said in the, some of the pre-season games they were sort of playing Mark Noble at the front of a diamond. Maybe that's a thing to do, is to put more responsibility on Noble's shoulders, but in a good way, you know, give him more of a role in which he can kind of I, express so far, himself. So far from what I've seen, I've only seen the home games. Um, I've liked the look of Parker and Noble together as a central midfield pairing. Mm. I think they work well together, they're busy, they've got a bit of an under... They're starting to develop a bit of an understanding standing one dropping forward when the other one the other one goes forward they're both getting into the box a bit now mm. you know that's there's potential there. i think we've got to stick with that and give noble a confidence building yeah. run at the heart well, of that side even when hitzelsberger gets fit again maybe yeah. he's got to be accommodated in some sort so of again he's only just got there well <laughs> but I, I i like the idea of um uh parker and noble but if you have two effectively Busy bodies in midfield. You have to have the creation on, on either flank, or at least yeah. one of them. Yeah. Um, and Barrera that's not there at the moment. I think. Well, you know, potential and fine. Barrera and Dyer could possibly be that. You know. Well, you know, it's you know, they've yeah. got to go with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, but they've they, they've got to show it. I mean, Kieran Dyer on his day, um, you know, it's a tremendous player. But you know, his last day was five years ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, definitely. I mean, yeah. he he. Uh, he Really is a guy that he could transform West Ham if he really yeah. wants to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, but you know, on his day. Yeah, you wonder whether he does. I just wonder also if Carlton Cole, a move to Liverpool, has fallen through. What's his demeanour going to be? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What's well, it going to be like? Bikini, he's passing through. I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe he will become a great West Ham player. Um, I, I personally, uh, I don't know Collison's fitness. I don't know Zavin Hyde's fitness. At Not the back till next year. One, one back at Christmas, the other one in March. Well, apparently. so they're, they're mm. way off. They're they're, yeah. they're, they're nowhere near. Um, I, I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm worried. I, I, I yeah, am I, really, really worried. Well, and that's, <laughs> that's, um, that is, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to go there. I'm buying my ticket. 
I'm going to take Woody yep. from Madness. Excellent. Who's a Chelsea fan. Right. And I'm, I'm telling him... Give him an education. Chelsea, Chelsea players to give us a rest and have, have a win on sun, uh, a Saturday. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. If anyone yeah, can do it... I'm going to tell him it's our yeah, house at Upton Park. <laughs> in the middle of our street. <laughs> That's it. If anyone can do it, Woody from Madness. Have you seen this campaign that some bloke started on uh, Knees Up Mother Brown to, for, for the whole crowd... spot? I don't know how he's going to make this happen. Uh, the whole crowd spontaneously uh, to burst into song on the 66th minute of every game we play. Because of the World Cup 1966. Yeah, the 1966 thing. Uh, no, I haven't Trasbons, uh, do it on the 61st minute, Correct. apparently, because yeah. that's their postcode or something, 61. Right. 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 Well, <laughs> <laughs> let, let's you and I do it, there isn't and a, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Let's you and I do it. There isn't an E13 happens. minute. No. Okay. Well, it would be the 13th minute, yeah. presumably. Yeah, there's no E. Yeah. That sounds no. like clutching at what... Straws? Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Well, yeah. hopefully it should be noisy the old bloody time, really, yeah. shouldn't it? Yeah. Um, so, well, we've got to wrap this sucker up, but uh, we traditionally do predictions. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, last uh -oh. time we played Chelsea at home, we played, actually, it was one of our better yeah. performances of last season, <laughs> and we were a bit unlucky to be denied by uh, a very blatant uh, mistake by the referee. Um... What was that? I've forgotten. Well, Upson put in a perfect challenge, perfect time oh, challenge yeah. in the box, and was yeah. a penalty was given. Yeah, that's Lampard right. took it about 20 times. <coughs> yes, um, that's right. Uh, I think we'll lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we'll lose 2-1. Mm, what do you think, Rob? I... I, I I'm going to go 3-1. I think we're going to lose. That's, yeah, I'm afraid it's 3-1. Yeah, 1-3, one. One, yeah. One God. Keep, keeping up the consistent three goal yeah, uh, yeah, theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, now I think we're going to buck the trend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder what our goal difference is going to be at the end of the season. Never had a positive goal difference. No, no. In the no. Premier League. And we're not going to get one this season. No. All right, uh, that's it. Uh, on a slightly pessimistic note for this week's <laughs> Hammer Time, uh, you've been listening to myself, Phil Whelans, with me being Jim Grant. Good evening. And Rob Shepherd. Cheers. Cheers. Ta da. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. If you would like to sponsor or advertise on this show, give our marketing partners at Sports Revolution a call on 0207 580 2580 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.